Welcome to Creature Crunch, the podcast where we have an idea to crunch a creature, and it's going to work because our minions already sowed those seeds like two weeks ago. My name is Matt. And I'm a giant rotted pumpkin. And it is Halloween today. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Hooray. Yay. Um, so we did Ernest Scared Stupid last year. Uh, I thought you were implying that we did it again this year. We did it again this year. Um, I, I can't do that again, Matt. <laughs> Chris, I'm sorry, but that's what you signed up for. We're doing Ernest Scared Stupid this year, only this time in French. Oh, no. <laughs> Un Ernst. <laughs> and, um, no, uh, this time, like, there are so many different Halloween monster movies. Right, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to pick pick one that would be good. I mean, there's... There's just so many. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked the idea of continuing the tradition that we started last year with Ernest Scared Stupid and kind of going for them kin- kid-friendly Halloween episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at least that's that seems the way it's going, because this time, uh, Chris, you came up with a brilliant idea to cover a certain 90s TV show. Yes, we are doing Power Rangers, the first Halloween special. I believe it's the first Halloween special. I couldn't tell you. You know what? Come to think of it, I didn't look up to see if this was the first Halloween special. Hold on. It is not the first uh, Halloween movie episode. Wait a minute. What? Hold on. Okay, so yeah, we decided to cover not the first Halloween episode of power rangers but the second okay this is the one i always remember though sure yeah this is the one you came up you brought up to me yeah um and i mean we could have done any number of them oh yeah uh, oh yeah there was plenty uh like if we wanted to we could do a power rangers episode for literally every holiday this year right right um see my problem was that like even though i was um, you know i'm a 90s kid and uh Power Rangers, I was I was one of the ones who was into Power Rangers mm-hmm. at the time. My problem was that it either came on in the early morning, right before school, so I'd have to miss the like the last 10 minutes right. of the episode, or it would come on right as I was getting off of school, so I would only catch the last like 15 minutes of oh. the episode. <clears throat> See, my thing, like, I, I watched it when I was, like, I watched the first season up through when it became Zeo, and that was like when I kind of fell out of it i fell out in space in space i didn't even get that far so um but like my school was literally right down the street like a block and a half from my grandparents place which is where i went after school when, when i was in elementary school so it didn't take very long to get there to just walk home so i would miss maybe the opening credits right yeah i, I could see that um, so i watched the hell out of it sure i mean i watched a lot of it i i, I do remember that um, of course, the also there's the propens the, the problem that I have the propensity to forget things unless I am constantly <laughs> unless you're directly observing them. <laughs> yeah, and unless I'm constantly like uh, uh, drenching myself in them. But um, so I like I vaguely remember yeah. this episode. But um, this is the 54th episode of season one, right. which the first season consisted of 60 episodes in total mm-hmm. which is still weird to think about how back then seasons were 
especially for kids programming, was or insane and had not really... Well, it, it's because the idea was to get that syndication package. That right. That way everyone could get paid for every time the episode aired. Right, right. And they only got that after, what, 60 episodes, I think? I have no idea. I think it, I, it's like 60, I think. All I know is that, like, you, you know, nowadays we always consider seasons to be relatively concise. Maybe not short, but... Well, it just depends. Like, course. if it's a show that's being aired on TV, a season could still be, like, 24 episodes if it's, like, a sitcom or something like that. If it's a more prestige format show, you're usually going around 10 to 12. Right. And if it's on Disney+, Plus, maybe six? <laughs> right, but... Like these, the the bananas sixty episode seasons. Yeah, is, yeah. That, as far as I'm aware, is kind of a thing in the past. Pretty much, yeah. Partially because like there's not a lot of kids shows that are gunning for that anymore. Like, can you imagine if we got a sixty episode season of like the Owl House or something like that? <laughs> like that would be in, amazing. It would but be it's insane. Not gonna happen. No, no. We're like we're fighting to get season three going. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, this was the 54th episode of season one. Yep. Yeah, it, 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 it aired in early May of 1994. Yeah, the, the most apt Halloween season, yep. like early, mid-spring. Yeah, and and it is cons- it was still commissioned as a Halloween episode. Well, yeah, I mean, it, what else could it be? considered a Halloween episode. It's clearly themed around the holiday. They never yeah. say the word Halloween in it, but, yeah, I mean, it's a Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, that's all of the... the, the pre-episode background stuff. Right. I like to interspace the background stuff throughout the episodes. So, um, but yeah, let's just jump into this. So, um, we start up with the classic intro. Yeah, like that theme song is so imprinted on my soul. <laughs> it's it, it is a very I mean, it and I think the two kids TV shows um, intros that are you cannot escape from are this one and the original Pokemon theme that you gotta yeah. catch them all. Like, yeah. And like the, the themes from the Disney afternoon stuff and I didn't even watch those, but like I can still repeat every lyric to every one of those songs. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, these, these two are like particularly the nineties. Oh, for sure. For I sure. mean, and this to me, this series and this intro was the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's like, I was, when I was watching this, it was just like, I remember, Every fucking song from this. It's just amazing butt rock. <laughs> See, I don't remember too much of the background music. We'll get to that. <laughs> but um, everybody remembers the classic intro. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we get the classic intro and we open up with Kimberly doing gymnastics because mm-hmm. that's what she does. That's that's her, now, her thing. I don't recall. It, Angel Grove. Mm-hmm. Is that the city or is that? Angel, Angel, Grove, Angel Grove is, is the, the city. city. Yeah. Where this opens up, is this the mall or the school? This is neither. This is the um, youth center. The youth center. Youth center. Okay, the that Angel makes Grove a lot center. more sense as to yeah. why they'd have a balance beam in the middle of the... Yeah, it's, it's like an after-school hangout, and they've got a juice bar there. I very much remember that. See, I couldn't remember that. Yeah. I always thought it was, like, the school. No. Um, I so not know if they ever actually showed them at school. <laughs> Thinking I don't know about either, it. but... Um, but yeah, we open up with Jimberly doing gymnastics in the middle of the, the, the youth center. Um, and Tommy and Trini are nearby at a snack table. Yeah. He, she heads over to them to tell her, them that she is on the game show Trick or Treat. And Tommy has to clarify. <laughs> Trick or Treat? Isn't that like the most popular game show in America? <laughs> and no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... 
Okay, the, it starts to raise a lot of questions about this game show, which I will get to in a minute. But and the America of Power Rangers. The America of Power Rangers is an interesting world. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, who, <laughs> who has to clarify? Like, that'd be like somebody walking up, yeah, I'm going to be on The Price is Right. And you're like, The Price is Right? Isn't that a most popular game show? Like, oh, no, nobody nobody talks like that. Tommy does. <laughs> Tommy does. But um, they're they're all excited for her uh, because she's going to be famous. Yeah, and she might win a car. Yeah, it, but like it, she's going to be famous af, uh, coming off of a game show, and like unless the person fails spectacularly and has some sort of meltdown, or has like a like multi week run on Jeopardy or something <laughs> like right. Can you name a single person who was on a game show? Yeah, like you start naming me uh, Price is Right contestants. Exactly, and... <laughs> exactly. Unless they got in a fight with Drew Carey or something. <laughs> so, but I mean, whatever. Um, but she's more excited about the car, it would seem. Which, to be fair, I would, I, be, I would too. be too. Especially because, like, that's something that I didn't expect it to be an actual car. Okay, I, I, I have was... notes on that too. Yeah, yeah. I was like. Uh, you know, they keep promoting this car, and I figured at the end it was going to be a toy car or a big wheel or something like that. <laughs> that would be... And the fact that it's an actual car and a nice one... Yeah. ...is kind of... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I see where the budget for this episode went. Dude, that was totally just, like, some exec's car that they got to borrow. <laughs> because, like, I, I have notes on it, like... When they're at the game show and they're like, you could win this car. It doesn't show the car. It doesn't show the car. It doesn't show the car until the very end scene where in the parking lot. And I guarantee you it was somebody, it was one of the production crews. Like they, they went through and they're like, okay, who has the nicest car? Who's willing to let us just drive it five. Slowly. Yeah, drive it 10 feet just for this scene. Yeah. How, who's willing to do That's that? That's really you, funny. We'll pay you a hundred bucks. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's. Um, but. Maybe it was Saban's car himself. <laughs> Maybe. So, um, but yeah, she's excited about this. Um, but Tommy is kind of bummed because he can't go to her big show because he's got a karate match. Yeah, he, he's got to go show. do karates. He's got to go do karate, which again, like as big of a deal as they're making this, it would seem to me like, I don't know, maybe I, the, the, my world is so disconnected from the Power Rangers uh -huh. world that like, Chris, if you were like, hey, I'm going to go be on like fucking Wheel of Fortune, I'd be like, Oh my God, I've got to make time to go and do that. Of course, I also you also would I be would not, telling me yeah. two days, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, or actually, I think it's that day. It's that day, yeah. <laughs> but and it's, it's one of those things where it's like by the time you can tell people that you're going to be on that episode, it's already been filmed. So. That, that too, that too. <laughs> but um, Bulk and Skull show up, and Bulk and Skull all over the place. One thing I noticed is, I, and like it's been so long since I've watched the show, like I, I can't remember if this was a going concern or not, but they gunge up Skull something fierce in this episode. <laughs> Skull gets pretty bad. He gets so much goop all over him, and like, I was during the ending credits is like, they keep showing like, here's clips from other episodes, and he gets goop put on him in those, <laughs> and it's like, was this someone's thing? <laughs> this Maybe it's his was, thing. I don't know. <laughs> was there a goop guy on set? Because I that, mean, this was in the age of the, like, the Nickelodeon thing when, when, yeah. Like, Gak and Slime and all of that was still pretty popular, so... But, I mean, like, he gets stuff dumped on him, like, three, four times just in this episode? <laughs> I, again, I I think it's just, you know, 90s execs thought that kids... Kids considered gooey slapstick humor to be the best. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he, he they show up, uh, and it turns out Skull is going to be her direct competition on this show. Uh huh. Which I I don't know what their vetting process is. They don't have one. <laughs> and um, this is the most popular game show in America. And their two contestants were pulled from the same small town in America, and they're both, like, teenagers. Yeah, and and one of them is Skull. Oh, yeah. Which, to be fair, he probably has the personality to he, sell oh, no. it. Yeah, <laughs> so... like, he's the kind of guy you would watch on Price is Right or something and watch him spin the giant wheel and get stuck to it and go whappity 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 around <laughs> and then get in a drunk boxing match with yeah. Drew Carey. Yeah, he would be the popular, he yeah. would be the famous one. Um... But uh, he then hits on Kim, and uh, it made me realize how cringy that is oh, yeah. <laughs> way back then. Uh, but she, he hits on Kim, and she ends up dunking his face in guacamole. Yeah. Goopy goop. Ah, ah. Funny guacamole face gag. Everybody yeah. loves it. He's got goop on him, and that's hilarious. Um, but it turns out that Bolt and Skull have a strategy <laughs> to cheat. <laughs> They're going to stop to cheat, just like Dick Dastardly in the Wacky Races. And then we smash to Rita's base just on the moon. Just fucking explode to the moon. It just, it's just, we're on the moon, and oh man, they talk fast. Yeah. This <laughs> this whole, I was confused. I had to rewatch this scene like eight times <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell on. was going on. Rita has an idea from watching the teens, as she does constant, yeah. um, constantly, I assume. Yeah, she's always watching them. Um, always watching Yeah, them. and Goldar says that he has the same idea she has, which is to... Unleash the pumpkin wrapper monster. He'll grow where we plant the rotten pumpkin seeds. <laughs> and Rita is then very upset as to why this has not already been done yet, even yeah. though they just had this idea. And Squat contests that they already planted the seeds. Babu confirms that they did so in the park like Rita told them to. Man, like and some of the kids who <laughs> didn't grow up with Power Rangers who were like, grew up in after the turn of the millennium are like, we, we must sound like assholes. Like, <laughs> It's just fucking yeah, mad, so, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess for those uninitiated... Um, You're spitting out a lot of words, man. There's a lot of words. So, of course, Rita Repulsa, the, the big bad villain. If you yeah. don't know who Rita is, uh, you've got to know who She's buried Rita in a is. trash can on the moon. She's buried in a trash can on the moon. Um, Goldar is her right-hand man. Right, right-hand monkey, yeah. R- monkey griffin thing. Yeah, and he's also the the big, like, the main villain from the remake movie. The, the movie, which the ain't half bad. <laughs> Other than the Krispy Kreme shit, yes. Yeah, there's, there's, it had issues, but it, anyway. No, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Squat is like a... Little troll guy. He's he's like, he reminds me of like a cartoony orc. Yeah, yeah. Or, or um... Yeah, I think that's the only he's thing. He's just a little blue dude. Just a little blue... I mean, the name fits. Yeah. Squat's pretty... Um, I mean, pretty... her minions' names are very descriptive of what they are. Yeah, um, and Babu is like a... Baboon scientist man. Yeah. He's where, he has a monocle, <laughs> so you know he's smart. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but he's, he is also a baboon. He's a monkey yeah. man. But, I mean, again, if you aren't familiar with these characters and you watch this episode, this scene hits you so damn fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because and, and Goldar and Rita are very happy that this this entire scene is 21 seconds long yeah. I checked yeah I will put it entirety in this episode it it is pretty bananas and I'm not just saying that because she has two monkeys <laughs> those Moses just gave me a wonderful idea Yes, my queen, I have the same idea. Unleash the pumpkin wrapper monster. He'll grow where we plant the rotten pumpkin seeds. Why haven't you done so yet? But we've already planted them. Yes, in the park, just like you told us to. The ranger's tomb is at hand. (laughs) 
Um, and then we now cut to, uh, to the show where Bolt is giving Skull some advice on how to win. I think this is where he realizes that they are going to, like, where we learn that they're going to cheat. Yeah. Um, and Jason kind of offhandedly comments on how wild it is on set to, to Zack, uh, two of the Power Rangers. Of course, Jason being the Red Ranger, yeah. Zack being the Black Ranger. Um, Pretty wild in here, eh, Zack? Yeah. <laughs> you look, and it's just a bunch of people just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, so wild. Um, and then the game show host, who is apparently who is Dracula, Dracula? Yeah. Um, comes out, uh, and it turns out the entire audience is in costume. Yeah. And this is where the questions really, really kick off for me. So, is this a seasonal most popular game show in America show? Or is this a year-round Halloween-themed show? Yeah. Because it is, it's called Trick or Treat. Yeah, and if this is the most popular game show in America, where's its budget? <laughs> <laughs> they to so the car that film yeah. later on yeah it's i mean it has no budget um and the entire audience read like maybe a dozen people uh, yeah. are in costume are they required so it, it's to be kind in costume? of like um let's make a deal where everyone shows up and they're wearing silly costumes so that they get noticed but the thing is like with with, with let's make a deal they when people are going into the uh the, the soundstage, they're like, this person would be good, this person would be good, they look like they'd be entertaining on camera, they have them answer a questionnaire or whatever. And with this one, like, the people who are going on the game show are decided in advance, so, like, I, I don't know, it's... Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense for a game show, as game shows actually are. No, you, you but... can tell, like, the entire plot of this episode was written on a smoke break. <laughs> Probably how a lot of this episodes were written. Oh, well, they had to fart out 40 of these things, man. <laughs> 60 um yeah. but uh and but and, and the costumes that the people in the audience are in are not entertaining well, like I, all I, of the power rangers are dressed like renaissance era well, uh billy zach and jason are dressed as the three musketeers oh okay see i did not i didn't click to that yeah and trini showed up like in her workout outfit <laughs> well I, I think she was supposed to be dressed as like a genie? I yeah, I think so, but she's wearing ye just yellow sweatpants. <laughs> so it's like, no, she just showed up in her workup gear and was like, this is all you get from me. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, do they require... I, I, I imagine they require this, these people to show up in costume, but again, is this a, a year-round Halloween show? Know. I think Bulk put the most work out into his out of, like, anybody there, because he's dressed as a mummy. And Which he's, is like, just toilet paper. He's fully but... wrapped up, at least. Well, it's not toilet paper, because that would have... It's it's fully like it's actual cloth. Yeah, so. yeah. So no, I think he put the most no, effort in out of anybody there. I think Skulls is pretty on point, but we'll Skulls get to is that pretty in a great. Second. Yeah. Um, so Dracula calls Kim and Skull to the stage, and like the costumes thing has to be part of it because Kim is dressed as a princess. Yeah. And he introduces her as Princess Kimberly Hart, mm -hmm. which is actually the very first time that Kimberly was given us or like announced or. This is it's the first time that Kimberly's surname was said on oh, screen really? in the entire series. I did not know that. Wow, um, that's hilarious. Yep. And then he calls Skull as uh he he, uh, he introduces Skull as recently escaped from detention um which because you know, like I said Kim's dressed as a princess. Right. Skull is dressed in what appears to be an old school prisoner stripes with the shirt open and his prisoner number written on his that chest. That was hilarious. Yeah. He um, wasn't wearing like a plaque with it on. It was just written on him on his chest. On his chest. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. But um, this is actually uh, his costume is actually Jean Valjean from Les Mis. Serious? It's the you same didn't know number? that? Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. didn't, I didn't tweet. Wow. I didn't I'm look. surprised you didn't catch. No, I did. I 
Wow. Yeah, no, it is. 34609? Yes. It wow. Is, it's, it's Jean Valjean's prison number, and yeah, no, that I is his Skull costume. Van Skull. <laughs> so, like I said, he put in a lot of effort to Yeah, it. seriously. <laughs> I would not have guessed Skull as a Les Mis fan. Um, so Dracula then explains the rules of this game, which are to, uh, remarkably simple and with not a whole lot of fanfare. The rules are dumb. <laughs> yeah, um, but he also does this while he's flossing his teeth. Yeah, and he's not wearing Dracula fangs. No. He's just flossing his, his man teeth. <laughs> he's he's flossing his, his normal human man teeth while he's yeah. explaining the rules of the most popular game show in America. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to take turns asking him trick questions, and whoever stumps him the most wins a car. Yeah. That's it, the game. It, it, he says that, like, by the end of the game, Whoever has the most points wins the car. There also seems to be a point limit where you win the car. Because at one point he says, like, oh, Kimberly's one point away from winning the car. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you are making... this. Is, you're playing fucking Calvin Ball here, man. <laughs> These goddamn rules. Um, on, and then, yes, like you said, they, they do the, you can win this car. And the car did not show up for filming No, that the day. car was not on set that day. It was um, in its trailer. Though Skull does point at what I assume was supposed to be the car. But I'm. It might just be him pointing at Dracula's junk. Yeah, because it's it's not angled up. It's no. like it's car height. But so it's not like they showed showed it on a monitor or something. It had to either be off stage, just like to the left, or he's like, Dracula's got nards. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I bet he's got a dick in there. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it's it's really. I hard have to succeeded tell. at the game of find the penis. <laughs> Good job, Skull. Um. <laughs> And Skull gets to go first because he won some sort of off-screen coin flip. I assume they did it before they started filming, just because, like I said, they knew who was going to be on the show. Yeah. So they did all this prep work beforehand. Um, but I'm also beginning to doubt this game show's capability to fill a 22-minute time slot. Well, I, I do too, And but then there's like mini-games that they play. Kind of mini-games. Well, we don't know. Well, okay, so... Um, I mean, Skull and those are not listed in in the rules that Dracula gave. No, us. no, he he kind of surprises them with those. Yeah, I mean, although I guess again, most popular game show in America, I guess they're supposed to know how it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I've got so many questions about this game show. Like they don't say the rules of Wheel of Fortune every episode before Wheel of Fortune because people know how to play Wheel of Fortune by this point. Right, right. So I assume this is a similar situation. But he did have to explain the rules of the of the base game. Yeah, which are horrifically simple. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, and horrendously biased. And Well, okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Skull gets to go first. He's like, hey, you know, Skull, you get to go first because you won the coin flip. And Skull wastes the first question by asking, oh, I do? Which is a pretty good gag. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so he loses his first one. Uh, and then we cut away to Tommy finding a patch of rotten pumpkins in the park and kind of casually wondering where they came from. Yeah. Where did all these pumpkins come I guess from? he's walking to his karate convention or whatever. His karate, karate show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, karate that's Kong. the idea. He's going he's walking through the park on the way to the karate show. Yeah, and he just there's just pumpkins. Yeah, and he, he appears to just dismiss them. He's like, Oh, that's weird, and continues walking by. But Rita freaks the fuck out about his presence. Yeah, yeah. And Goldar sends putties to go fight him. Yeah. Um, Tommy jumps to to action to his theme song, Go Green Ranger Go. Yeah. Tommy was my, my boy when I was... Tommy was everybody's boy. Are I, you I, kidding me? Yeah, I went as the uh, the White Ranger. Of course. Um, I, remember, I remember as a kid, um, I 
I went through a period of time. Like, my favorite color is blue, mm-hmm. and it has been since I was mm-hmm. a, wee, a wee little one. And I went through a period of time where I was convinced it was actually green because of the green. Because Ranger. of Tommy, yeah. And then when he turned to, when he switched to the white, it's like, no, 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 my favorite color is white. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Like, that's, that's how influential Tommy and his whole shtick is yeah. to 90s kids. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, his, his his giant robot is a dragon, which is awesome. And then it becomes a big gold lion. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool. He's he's the rogue. He's got those in the Green Ranger outfit. He's got he those was, pauldrons. <laughs> yeah, he was the anti-hero guy because he, when he first came on, he was, like, evil. And they had to convince him to be good. And there was always the chance he was going to go back. And He was the coolest one of them all, yeah, he even was, he out was of the costume. adult-looking one of them. He was a little bit older than the rest of them. He, yeah, he had a he, ponytail. He had a ponytail, long hair. Like, oh man, this guy's cool. Yeah. Lo- oh. So no, no. Green Ranger Tommy was Tommy was fucking it mm-hmm. when you were in the '90s, kid. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but he gets he begins fighting them in a fun little dance number. Yeah, because they're not fighting; they're dancing. No, it's pretty fun. Though. <laughs> but it, it does cut very short. Um, yeah, and uh, we go back to the game show. And now it's Kim's turn. I don't know if they've had subsequent turns in between, or it was just kind of this is what's happening at the same yeah, time. Who but knows? Uh, and she asks Dracula, "Can you tell me the identity of the Power Rangers?" And this stumps Dracula, who is really bad at his job, because the obvious yeah. answer is no, I cannot, because they don't. The, the rules aren't to ask him questions he doesn't know the answer to. It's to give him trick questions. So if he answers that, no, I don't know, or I who knows, I, nobody knows that. Like that's a. You don't have to be tricked. I think Dracula came in drunk today. <laughs> um, and he is pretty damn sassy when one of the contestants starts winning. Oh, Pumpkin Point, Kimberly! <laughs> so big deal, you tricked me, and you got a pumpkin point. And then again, I had further questions about this game show, because... He uh, he goes. He decides to move on to the next round, which he calls the Wicked Wheel of Misfortune game. Yeah, which is where we get into the mini games for yeah. this game show. Uh, we cut back briefly to uh, Tommy in the fight. Like he and the putties flip at each yeah, other yeah. a couple more times, uh, and then we go back to the game show, and they're strapping Kimberly to a big circus spinning wheel and start it up. Yeah, I don't understand what the game is of this, and we never will because then it cuts back to the fight. Yeah. Um, and when we cut back to the game show, she wins. Like, she's won she's that won. game. So, was it like an endurance thing? Did you have to <laughs> stay strapped to this wheel and spun around for, like, as long as they wanted to spin you? And if you gave up, you lost? See, I was like, oh, are they going to throw knives at her or something? But of course, there's no knives. catch something <laughs> while she's spinning? Well, she couldn't catch anything. Her arms are strapped down. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it had to be an endurance thing. Or maybe she had to, like, answer, like... Lightning round questions while spinning. We will never know. No, we will absolutely never know. Because... This game show is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Even for for like late season one Power Rangers episodes, this game show is dumb as shit. Yep. Um, but we get back to the fight, and Tommy finally hits a couple of the putties with some flying kicks, and that apparently defeats them all. Yeah. Uh, and he runs off. Putties are either completely invincible. Or they just collapse like a house of cards. Yeah. Like, depending on what the plot requires at that particular second. Putties I always found annoying growing up, because in season two, when you get Lord Zed... The, the, they, the Zed putties. The yeah. Zed putties have the big Z on their chest. And that's, and that's what you punch and they explode. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's straightforward. Yeah. I like that. The regular putties is you gotta beat them up. And I remember, like, certain video games back then, uh-huh. like arcade games that I played, and I hated the putties. They always took a beating. <laughs> yeah. 
And I, if I'm not mistaken, and I very well could be, it's been 30 years since I've seen these. <laughs> I think these are Rita's powered up putties because they've got like, some of them have the shield hands. Yeah, they've got weaponry. They've got weaponry. And I think before, like at the start of the series, like they were just dudes. Yeah, they were dudes in gray suits. Right, right. And they went... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the classic putty sound. Yeah, yeah. That's what little clay guys make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are made of clay, aren't they? they yes, that's, that's why right. they're called putties. Yeah, that's right. She okay. has little, little figures of them, and she's like, yeah, yeah. go my putties, and she sends yeah. a bunch of them to Earth, and they do. She has, she has clay figures of most of them. Yes. Like, I think that's how she does. That's how does. she gets most of them, except for Pumpkin Wrapper. Pumpkin Wrapper is a scene. Pumpkin Wrapper is his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that, too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he finally beats them. And he runs off, and we cut to Squat watching the game show, not yeah, the putty not fight. Not the putty fight. Um, where, where apparently Kim won the wheel round and earned three more points while yeah. Skull bangs his head on the podium. Um, and Squat is cheering for Kim to win, and Rita wants to watch, because this is super entertaining, apparently. Yeah. Goldar is pretty excited about the pumpkin wrapper's imminent arisal, yeah. though. Squat is just like... He's a friendly little dude. <laughs> like he, he's working for Rita because like that's who he works for. Right. So, but so he's well, he's Squat's, a company guy. Squat's supposed to be the comedic relief, goofy yeah. villain. Goldar is Goldar's on to, task. Goldar is supposed to be the like the, the lieutenant. Yeah. Um. But he's like even he's more competent than Rita is most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Rita's uh, there because she can make the monsters big <laughs> and scream. Yeah. She screams a lot. Um. And then uh, after the fight, though, Tommy alerts Zordon, uh, whose who's name YouTube closed captioning just couldn't with. <laughs> I, I didn't have captions on for this. Other, it played during the ad, so every time Mario would come on screen and tell me Mario facts, I got to read those. <laughs> See, I didn't watch it with ads, so oh. I don't... But I, I had to turn on the closed captioning during the uh, the 21-second intro, right. like, description of the the... Oh, I wasn't even going to attempt like oh, their auto generation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this. no, I mean, YouTube auto generation captions are pretty bonkers as yeah. it is. Uh, at one point in time, they call Zach Zam, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. Um, Speaking like tangent, how wild is it that this entire fucking series is just on YouTube from the official Power Rangers channel? That is wild. Yeah, yeah. If you want to check it out, watch it on YouTube. It's there because, like, and I, I encourage you to turn on subtitles because they're goddamn hilarious. Yeah. But like, I guess it was streaming on Netflix for a long time. And then they lost the rights to it, and it wasn't available anywhere. And then uh, Saban Entertainment, or whoever currently owns the rights to Power Rangers, was just like, yeah, we're put them on fucking YouTube, whatever. Hey, and go, there it is. go you guys. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, no, the closed captioning, had just it just couldn't with Zordon's name. No. But uh, Zordon says he was already aware of the situation, and that Tommy should just totes go ahead and go yeah. to his karate thing. Well, at, at this point, this was after the black, or the green candle incident. Right. So Tommy was on, like, a timer for how much Power Ranger energy he had. Yeah, every time he turns into a Power Ranger, it starts burning that candle. Right. And, yeah, like, I didn't remember that until it was mentioned a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. When Zordon says he needs to conserve his power, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I only but, The yeah. only reason I remember it is because I was, when I was finding the episode on the YouTube channel, I, like, went to season one and scrolled through all, you know, 60 episodes to get to the third or fourth of the last one. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, yeah, the Green Candle. I remember that. And it was like, wow, the original Green Ranger saga was, like, five episodes long. That's bananas. Yeah, it is. and that was <laughs> That's one... a full movie. Yeah. And that's why that's so memorable. Uh-huh. Um, because all the rest of these are just, they have to cram so much into yeah. 22 minutes. But um... I, I remember they aired those episodes one a day for an entire week. And just like, here's the Green Ranger. 
Yeah. Like Saga when when that released and you're just like, oh man. Yeah, it was badass. It was wild. It was like, the greatest time to be a kid. <laughs> but um it's uh so we get back to the uh to the game show and it's Skull's turn to try to trick Dracula, who we finally learn who's actually named Monty. Yeah, so maybe he's supposed to be Monty Hall. Like I don't Well eh, I don't know. Um, but Bulk tries to feed some uh, some information to Skull just off screen, uh, trying to, st- to in order to stump Monty. Yeah. Uh, but Skull can't read lips all that well. It, it's it's kind of funny because uh, Bulk is trying to get across like, you know, ask him your best friend's name. Yeah. And Skull reads it as scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Scam. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What's my best friend's scam? Um, but then he he does eventually get the question out, so it's just a quick gag. Right. But then we get the the joke after that that Monty doesn't believe that Skull has friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is well, because now Monty remembers that there's a, these are supposed to be trick questions. So right. he's like, "That's a trick question. You don't have friends." But that's wrong because obviously Skull has bulk. Yeah, and Skull actually gets a question right or yeah. or, or gets wins a point. a point. He wins a point. Monty is salty about this as well. So. You finally tricked me. Well, one pumpkin point for you. <laughs> and then threatens that Skull has to play the Wicked Web of Disaster game. Right. Um, we get back to Tommy, who's at his karate meet, and he watches a display with a disrespectful level of a disinterest. Yeah. It is very funny, though, because you can tell he's a main character because he's the only one wearing a colored gi. <laughs> yeah. Which is, of course, green. Which is green, but yeah. They all um, have to wear their matching colors at all times. Otherwise, we might get confused. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, I, I get the idea that he's probably distracted because of the park thing. Right, yeah. But still, it's like, dude, you're here. And there's, come on, man. Be respectful and pay attention and give yeah. a, get, take an interest in the competition. Um, of course, this entire segment is reused footage from an earlier episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is why Jason is there as well. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in the audience. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, back back at the show, um, we, Monty explains the rules of this web game, which is, we, we, so we actually get rules for this one. Yeah. Which is to collect three bugs in ten seconds, then get out of the web before the spider gets skull. Yeah. Uh, this displeases Zack because he might think they're real bugs or something. I don't know what his problem is. Like, yeah, bugs. Dude. <laughs> um... But it's very funny that, like, okay, Amy, or uh, Kimberly's was, okay, get strapped to this wheel and get spun for a while, and if you don't fall off, you win, I guess. I <laughs> Skull, no, you have, there's actual rules, and you have to abide by them, or you, you lose. Yeah, get up, get the bugs, get down. Yeah. Which, at the same time, like, whatever. Um, and then Skull calls Monty something that I, no matter how many times yeah. replayed it, could not decipher what he says. It was either Drac Dude or Rat Dude. Um, according to the closed captioning, it was Gratitude. Like, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Drac Dude, but it sounded like Rat Dude every time. Like, Uh-huh. <laughs> no problemo, Rat Dude. <laughs> um, and a fun fun uh, little fact, the uh, the assistant woman on stage with Monty and Skull in this scene and this scene only, uh, her, her she's credited, her character is Vanna Elvira. Nice. So a reference to Vanna White from... Wheel of Fortune, and of course... Our hometown hero, or our local hero, Elvira. Exactly. Cassandra Peterson. Um, I love that woman. (laughs) She's an amazing woman. Um, Skull climbs the web to the tune of the infinite stairwell in the Super Mario 64. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready. 
Um, and fails to collect the bugs before a giant rubber spider descends and just bukkakes all over his face. <laughs> he gets more gunge. It was it was awful, and this pleases Monty very much. Monty likes it when the, when the teenagers get bukkakied. <laughs> Monty, no, <laughs> Dracula, no, Monty. you're a dirty old man. Um, but then we get back to the the karate fight or show whatever. Yeah, and we get to see the rest of it. I mean, it's just some dude thrown. I don't. I'm not a karate connoisseur. I do yeah. apologize. It It's just some dude doing half-ass kicks and throwing sticks around. But um, and then we get on the moon, and Rita is getting impatient, and Goldar has to assure her that the pumpkin wrapper is going to awaken soon, and then we see that the pumpkins are beginning to shake. Yeah, and we have to believe at this point that pumpkin wrapping is about to happen. And we see that Alpha is watching the game show where Kim is about to win, and Alpha is just beside themselves with excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zordon interrupts to tell Alpha to contact the Rangers, because apparently it's going down. Yeah. So yeah, we cut back to the game show where Monty, who we now finally learn is Monty Conti. Oh, that's a bad name. Is very sure that she won't trick him again. Is because, very sure that Kimberly won't trick him yeah. again. And this is at the point where he says that she's one point away from winning the car. I Yeah, I think you're right. So, it defies the original rules as stated by Dracula. Dracula, you're a liar. Dracula's bad at giving rules. Who knew? Before um, Kimberly can ask her question, though, her friends kind of pantomime to her off screen that, you know, the Power Ranger business is going yeah. down. And she pretends to faint, and they rush up on stage to help her because there's no paramedics on this set. No, no. And uh, she gives a big wink in case her acting was too good for them to keep up with. Uh, and Billy tells Monty that she had a slight cardiac infarction, which is a heart attack, not fainting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full heart attack. Um, but Bulk realizes that since Kimberly fainted, Skull wins the car by default. Because apparently this game show also has really fucked up rules. <laughs> yeah, and it's got defaulting rules. like yeah, <laughs> Defaulting rules in, in case of a medical emergency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he and he twirls himself on stage and chest bumps slash hugs slash dances with Skull in celebration. Yeah. It, and it, I like I don't know if this game show actually has this default rule or if Bulk just declared Skull <laughs> the winner and everyone else just kind of went with it. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, this is the most popular game show in America. You'd think that they would know the rules. And maybe maybe Bulk knows the rules maybe. very well. I doubt maybe it, this though. has happened before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common occurrence. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the Rangers teleport to Zordon and witness the pumpkins in the viewing globe. And he tells them that they can attach to the Rangers' heads, making it impossible to see or breathe. Yeah, that's so, a deadly attack. Uh-huh. They're straight up trying to kill these teenagers now. Yep, and when he, he does tell them that when the largest of them ripens, it will turn into the pumpkin wrapper, whose powers include trying to distract you with his clever raps and rhymes before finishing them off with his vines. Yeah. And then we get the scene with the pump, like we get a future sight of the pumpkin wrapper coming well, to it, fruition. Zordon has like all these monsters on file because I guess they've happened before. <laughs> <laughs> They're all known factors at this yeah. point. And, and then, yes. Pumpkin wrapping is about to happen. Sinister. 
Uh, so the pumpkin wrapper is voiced by Michael Sorek, who also voices Squat. Okay. Um, and he also, of course, like many voice actors, especially at the time, he has just an astronomical oh, yeah. number of voice oh, yeah. credits. I bet. Um, but the more, <laughs> the most interesting thing I could dredge up is he played Videl Castro in an episode of Married with Children. Oh dear. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then here's where we get into this. So while the majority of the Power Rangers season one was based on and used stock footage from the Sentai series, uh, Kyoryu Sentai Zero Ranger, mm -hmm. which is translated roughly as Dinosaur Squadron Beast Ranger, okay. the pumpkin wrapper was not. Um, in the later half of season one and the beginnings of season two, extra footage was filmed for exclusive use in Power Rangers. It has been dubbed Zoo 2 by fans and the wrapper is derived from this bonus bonus footage. Okay. So I guess the footage was Saban's idea, as he wanted to continue the series because it was doing very well. Right. Uh, but was out of stock footage. They had no more footage from this show that they could use. And so he contacted Toei, which are, of course, the Super Sentai people. And he also contacted Rainbow Productions, who were the suit makers. And they all agreed to go ahead and make 25 more episodes worth of footage and costumes. That's bonkers. And all of this footage was filmed in Japan and sent overseas to be spliced into Power Rangers episodes just like the other stock footage. So it was probably the original stunt actors and stuff from the Z-Ranger show. Probably. That's crazy. Yeah. So I thought that was quite fascinating because... Yeah, like I, I knew at some point, like, the, the Power Rangers show did overtake the... Uh, the shows it was based off of the in source, popularity. The source material. The source material. In popularity, like, not just in America, but in Japan at one point. It was wow, actually really? more popular than the Sentai series because it was something novel and, like, weird. Right, right. Because the Sentai series are... There's a million uh, of them. Well, that and there's also... They're, they're, if I'm not mistaken, significantly different in tone and delivery. It depends, but yes. Okay. Because, I mean, well, I mean, these are very much based off of American, or uh, are targeted towards American children, right. whereas the Super Sentai were Japanese children, and the cultural barrier there is actually yeah. a lot bigger than a lot of people, I think, realize right. yeah, at times, yeah. um, which makes, which is why they're, both series, like the Power Rangers and Sentai, are very fun, but for two very different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting because up until, like you were saying, I, up until now, I thought like, until you did this research and you told me, I thought they were all based off of, yeah, I didn't know there was all of this footage that was made specifically for Power yeah, Rangers, yeah. which was honestly kind of a bummer because you had the idea of not just doing this episode right. for Power Rangers, but also doing the pumpkin wrapper in its original yeah. Sentai, but see, there I, isn't and one. And I had figured that there was no way that that this monster was a pumpkin wrapper in the original <laughs> Japanese. He was just going to be a, like, a pumpkin-based monster. Right. Like a jack-o'-lantern dude. Yeah. And no, yeah. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> see, see, I have a false memory of him having a, a vine microphone. I, I think the toy did. Maybe that's... I don't because remember. Because I remember that, too. Or maybe... Because like, he has appeared multiple times. He does appear in future episodes. We'll I'll cover that a little bit more as well. Yeah. But um, So maybe it's in one of those? Cause, I like, know, because I remember that, too, very specifically. <laughs> but he doesn't in this. Not in this so. one. Um, but but yeah. then again, he's only in the episode for like five seconds. So. <laughs> um, Zordon, he's got, he's got less screen time than... Um, the car. <laughs> He's got less screen time than, than the than car. Saban's car. <laughs> Which only showed up on the final day of shooting. Yeah. Um, refused to get out of its trailer for any other reason. 
That car was a diva on set. Such, just such a pain in the ass. That's why that car is not in any other like movies and productions. Right, right, like, yeah. it, just, it couldn't get work after this again. No, it, it just had a bad reputation. Yeah, I mean, clearly. <laughs> it showed, showed up late, was probably drunk. Yeah. No, that was Dracula. <laughs> Him too. But at least he they was drunk, there. They, they were drunk together. God, Dracula has more screen time than both the car oh, and far. <laughs> pumpkin rapper combined. By far. Like... In retrospect, I should have crunched Dracula. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so anyway, Zordon tells them that Tommy will help only if they need him, since he needs to conserve his powers, right. as we, we mentioned earlier. And then Jason yells out his classic battle cry, Schmorfin time! <laughs> Guys. Schmorfin time! <laughs> I feel so bad for for Jason in this because like he was supposed to be he's the Red Ranger right he's the leader of the team supposed to be as soon as Tommy shows up Jason is garbage <laughs> Jason is last year's news get out of here yeah he um, is although Jason's actor does come back and reprise oh, yeah, yeah. his role quite a bit oh just yeah. like Jason David Trank does. Mm-hmm. Um, not really any of the other actors do that as much. No. Like, there's a few who will come back and play different Rangers, but yeah. Jason is, I mean, he's the Red Ranger, and they do give him his due diligence later on. Yeah, but... well, like, not too long ago, just like, not too long ago, like, maybe like five or six years ago or whatever, they did a big, like, event that was, like, all of the Red Rangers. Right. And it was everyone who's ever played a Red Ranger on, on a Power Rangers series, all in, in one episode. Yeah. Like, That's bananas and amazing. It was so cool. I remember seeing, well, I didn't watch that, but I remember, I remember seeing, coming across I know, yeah, on Twitter and stuff. I'm aware of it, yeah. so. But uh, they, they suit up and head to the pumpkin patch, and... Trini immediately comments on the smell, which brings up quite a few questions about the suits themselves. Well, they have noses. <laughs> They've got mouths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I always thought it was just <laughs> solid. I thought it was aesthetics. I didn't realize that they weren't, like, actually, like, gas mask suits. Or, like, I always imagined them to be airtight, well, like, relatively airtight, to yeah. have a filtration system, very sophisticated. No, apparently no, there's no just... filter of these. It's just, <laughs> they just have air holes punched in the top. Well, it makes me wonder if they're not even suits, if they're just, like, Body more demorphism. I don't know. I mean, then again, I mean, they are I know we, morphin. Yeah, it is smorphin time. <laughs> smorphin time. I mean, I know that we've seen them like remove their helmets, right? But especially in like the later seasons and the movie is what I remember. Like they spend right. most of the movie with their helmets off. Yeah. Um, but the Rangers then immediately take a page out of Kane's book and stick their heads right into the pumpkins, <laughs> <laughs> and all of them except. For Kim get pumpkin headed because Kim is off like I'm gonna check behind those bushes and she just bounces off screen and everyone else is just like oh pumpkins Let's, yeah, yeah. We, what did we learn about these what did Zordon say about the pumpkins was it like put them on and you'll be able to breathe better <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they all get them on and their methods respective methods of trying to get them off are phenomenal oh they're just like they two of them like bonk into each other. They're bonking into each other. Tommy is doing like headstands and stuff. <laughs> like he just puts his pumpkin on the ground and kicks his legs up into the air. Like uh-huh. oh my like, god. Like, maybe like, if I get in deeper it'll come off. Yeah, like, I'll I go have through to, it. I have to imagine that the actors all just watched like videos of cats with bags on their yes. heads in order to prepare for It's what for they this. act like. <laughs> Cuz it's 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 amazing. Uh-huh. Um yeah, uh, Jason even tries to punch Billy's off, but it hurts his hand in the process. It's a tough he does the whole bam, and then oh, um, it's it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Kim runs to the rescue and produces her goddamned dagger. She just knifes Jason in the head. Yeah, cuts the gourd off of Jason's head, which causes them all to fall off because apparently they're connected somehow. Yeah, I, I, 
That doesn't it. come back. Um, many of the pumpkins begin to levitate, and then they turn into pumpkin-headed putties. Yeah. And they fight. Yeah. And these are tougher than regular putties, because they have pumpkin pumpkins heads. on their heads. Yeah, yeah, so you can't punch them in the head. Yep. And uh, when the putties are defeated, they turn back into pumpkins. But they keep coming. Yeah, more of them just keep coming because they're, they're hydra putties. Yeah, the, Hydra the, pumpkin putties. Yeah, the putties start coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> um... The the rangers spot the biggest pumpkin, the, big, the biggest like jiggling pumpkin. Yep, and then they jump over to it in the classic like jump scene where ah! it, where it shows it. No, it shows the sky, yes. and you just see them flip one at a time right, over yes. the camera. <laughs> um, but uh, I have to wonder like how many of those were the same stunt person in different outfits because only one of them could do a front flip. <laughs> Um, and then they rap at the pumpkin instead of destroying it, which yeah. gives it time to transform into the into the rapper. And makes it mad. Yeah, because their rap is terrible. Yeah. It's a trick or treat. You're incomplete. To the Power Rangers you can be. All you are is pumpkin meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what r- guiding rule this is, but oh my god. Yeah. Um, and, and here we go. Um... He raps about how bad their rap was, and uh-huh. then sends the pumpkin putties to fight some more. Good gambit, man. Yeah. Um, when the Rangers do end up winning, the rapper taunts them with the classic rap. Ooh, is that the best you can do? <laughs> um, the, the, then he vine whips their weapons away and wraps them up yeah. in a big vine. Yeah. He raps at them some more, and I can't figure out what he's saying. It's either threatening them with with a shock or to deal or, or for them to deal with a pumpkin shark. I think he threatens them with a pumpkin shock. I think so too, I'm but I heard pumpkin like, shark. <laughs> that's much more dangerous, but like, cause he has them all tangled up in the vines and then like he starts glowing and it looks like energy is like coming from them into him. And he, so it's a shock of some kind. Yeah. The know. power, the power rangers wiki tells me that it's, it's like an electric energy shock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As we all know, pumpkins generate electricity very well. <laughs> It's like, well, obviously. They're like potatoes. Yeah, they're like potatoes, only bigger. Therefore, way more more electricity. More electricity. That's how it works. They're little hydroelectric dams. That is simple science. Gourds. Um, But yeah, this explodes the Rangers. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) Uh, And Zordon consigns to call in Tommy just as he was about to go and do the karate. Yeah, it was just about his karate turn, and instead he does not get to karate. Yep. Which Um, is, you can see him like, ooh, I... I, I, I'm not going to go to Ranger. I'm going to go to karate instead. And then he... Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he also, um, after being alerted, he tells Zordon that he's morphing out of here. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if they if the Power Rangers use morphin in much of the same way as, as Smurfs. Smurfs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but would that imply that, like, Zordon is Papa Morph? <laughs> and Billy is Brainy Morph? And... Yep. Yeah, Kimberly is Morphette. Well, no, because because there's only one Smurfette, but we we clearly have multiple women, yeah, like female Power Rangers. Morphette women. and other Morphette? I'm thinking Alpha's Morphette. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Which is troubling on so many levels. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that's, so, that is what I am pr- so proposing Kimberly here. would be like Vanity Morph, then. There you go, yeah, Vanity yeah. Morph. Um... Zack is cool. Well, I guess, no, Tommy would be cool morph. He would be cool morph. Zack would be uh, brawny morph. Brawny morph. That's a good one. Yeah. Because he's, he's the big strong guy. Uh-huh. Jason is leader morph. <laughs> Jason is not appearing in this picture morph. <laughs> Poor Jason. 
Oh, man. So, uh, the rapper tries to rap some more, but Tommy does cut him off, and it's unintentionally hilarious when he does. Like, yeah, Tommy no. shows up, and the rapper starts rapping, and Tommy just interrupts him. You just shuts him down. You cut my vine, but you're still mine! Alright, guys, I'm gonna rush him. Get your weapons ready, alright? Right! Um, Tommy rushes the rapper, who I-beams at him very ineffectually. Yeah. And then Tommy grapples with him and tells the rest of the rangers to attack. Which consists consists of assembling it's the, the gun. Stock footage. Yeah, and it can, well, it's the stock footage, and it, it consists of assembling the gun that every ten year old in the nineties had to have. I had none of these. <laughs> I had a few of the toys. I didn't have this one. I, but. The only one I had was I had a Red Ranger. I had, and it was a, it was like one of the deluxe figures, so it was like twelve inches tall. Oh damn! Yeah. I had a friend who got the Megazord, which made me super super jealous. I, I knew kids who did because I remember like it was a birthday that he got it mm -hmm. with, but. I had the Dragon Zord because, of course. Yeah, I didn't have um, any of the actual Zords. I, I just had, I just had Jason. I got the Falcon Zord, the, oh, wow. the White Falcon Zord, which I like. That one was my favorite until I accidentally cool. left it on a lamp and it burned, the, like it melted oh, no. the tail. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I knew um, a lot of kids who had the Dragon Dagger. Yeah, I, I don't think I had the dagger. I, I didn't, but like I definitely the only, had the Dragon Zord. The only one that I thing had was, was I, I had Jason. But um, and I was very impressed with the Jason because he came with a little coin. They had the T-Rex on. Right, right. The, the morphing coin. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Is that what that's, that they're called? The morphing coins? I don't know. I don't know. But, anyway. but I didn't have, like, the belt buckle you put it in. I just had the coin. <laughs> um, and then Tommy delivers the most scathing one-liner we've seen on this show. Hustle of pumpkin. Squash brain. You should hang out with that kid from uh, Leprechaun. <laughs> they, I think they'd get along. I don't know. That, that, that kid sucked. But I, don't, I, I don't think Tommy has the... Like, Tommy does not abide by the the, the foul language, I don't think. Uh, I think with a better role model, that kid would be okay. You think that, you think that if he needs, Tommy... He needs a Tommy in his life. He needs a Tommy in his life, and then his... We all need a Tommy in our life So now. then, so you're saying that the kid's already good one-liners could be elevated could to be even this better. level. Yeah, yeah. If, so, if, he, if he had a mentor in Tommy. And that, then he could get into karate instead of, you know... Fix, being a... Being a shithead. <laughs> being a shithead, uh, freaking... Uh, Business owner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he needs a Tommy. He needs a life. Tommy in his life. To he, he, needs to be the, he needs to be the Robin to Tommy's Batman. Yeah. Um, and we cut to Rita, who's punishing her minions for their failure. Just smacking them around with a stick. Yep. And uh, so after, this, after the fight's done, because the pumpkin does explode, um, it's over. Mm -hmm. uh, originally, it was planned for the rapper to grow and be fought by the Zords. And from what I understand, there was even footage of this, like, filmed. Mm -hmm. um, but it was scrapped due to the time constraints. Because right. we absolutely had to have the rest of that game show in there. Like, it's so weird because there's so much in this episode with, like, the game show and the putty fights and the karate thing. And it's, like, there's so much filler. And you the monster is there for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, you could have cut... A little bit of, I mean, you you could have cut the skull getting bukkake'd by the spider in order right. to give me a giant pumpkin wrapper fighting yeah. Zords, but it's okay. We we would eventually get the the wrapper kaijuing out in season two, uh, a Halloween episode called Zed's Monster Mash. Oh yeah, we'll do that harder. <laughs> yep, um, and he would then make uh, and, and that <laughs> to to give you an idea of how fast these episodes oh, hit. Yeah. This one came out early May. The season two Halloween episode that the pumpkin wrapper would show up again was later that year in October. Yeah. So yeah. it was an actual Halloween themed Instead of episode Halloween in Halloween. In May. Yeah. 
Um, but then he would also appear much later in uh, the first part of the finale of season six, Power Rangers in Space. And like I said, I checked out by that point, so me, I never saw this. Me too. I stopped towards the beginning of Space because that's when they like completely cycled out the characters. Yeah. Uh, or the actors, I should say. Uh, so, But yeah, he would, he would make a return at the end of that. Where he was ultimately defeated. Completely. I should just fucking marathon all of Power Rangers something. I've, I've thought about it, but Especially God since damn. it's right there. Like, God damn, that is... that is. If I can watch the One Piece anime, I can get to sit through anything. <laughs> um, so we get back to the kids in, um, in the real world. Uh, Tommy and Kim are reflecting on their victory uh, against the pumpkin wrapper and how much, but how much of a bummer it was to lose their respective contests. Right. Yeah. And then Bulk and Skull drive up in Saban's car. In Saban's car. But they yeah. apparently actually won, which I was a little shocked about. Yeah. And uh, Skull harasses Kim some more, which is not great. No. But an executive who represents the network standards and practices approaches. <laughs> this is that lady who's always yelling at the Animaniacs. <laughs> Yeah, um, and she tells them that they were caught cheating on the show, which I guess was Bulk mouthing the yeah. words to Skull, contrary to all game shows that we see in real life in our universe. It, like maybe, like I don't know, maybe after Bulk rushed the stage, he punched Dracula, and they just <laughs> drove off in the car. <laughs> Or maybe just Bulk's declaring Skull the winner was the cheat. That yeah. They had to go with it. They're like, no, 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 you cheated. We got This is air live. We can't do anything. <laughs> Our hands are tied by this mummy boy. <laughs> yep. So they, they, they jump him in the parking lot after the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, she accosts the car. Um, and uh, part of Bulk's mummy costume gets caught in the door while she drives off and slapstick and they, they put him on like a little dolly and spin him around in circles. <laughs> and we close. Yep. <laughs> and and that was uh, the episode Trick or Treat of Power Rangers. Man, th like I don't know if I would want to do a whole lot of these reviews. This was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was nice to watch something that wasn't like three hours long. <laughs> yeah, I could just sit we... down and just just watch it. Although I this this twenty. 24, 25 minute episode did take me like a full hour to watch through because I kept having to back up and be like, okay, what the fuck just happened? It like, still felt shorter than Big Legend. Or Prey. Because it, it was. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, but it <laughs> felt shorter. Oh, man. But it, it was a lot of fun. And if you if you enjoy the campy 90s bullshit... Uh -huh. I, if, if you have any nostalgia for this stuff, or like if you are one of those weird children I keep hearing about children and you haven't watched any of these you didn't grow up with them check them out on youtube they're fun they're goofy bullshitty fun yeah. like they like, you don't this kind of stuff is not made anymore no like children's programming not now, in america anyway no not in america a lot of children's programming now is actually like really really solid and really really it, good <laughs> it either goes like you get really good stuff like uh owl house and gravity falls. Train, gravity falls uh adventure time stuff like that or you get coco melon yeah, there's no in between. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think Coco Melon is necessarily an American show. I think it's Italian, but it is very much promoted or in America. Pink, Pink Fong or um, Pink Fong is the one. That's I don't know that one. They're the ones responsible for Baby Shark. Oh, okay. Um, I just know like Coco Melon. I is despicable oh, in every way. Oh my god, and I hate Coco Melon. I so went much. to Walmart the other day to just pick up some cold meds and shit, and. 
it was being promoted everywhere. Yeah, no, I... There I, was, like, a big marketing push for fucking Coco Melon. Yeah, part, part of my job is to... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but to, you have to deal with a lot of that. Well, yeah, I, I have to, to stock and organize and keep nice the, uh, the book section of Sam's yeah. Club, and... A good 25% of those books are fucking Coco Melon. I, I bet, hate I it. Bet. I hate it so much. It's garbage. It yeah. is hot garbage. But this was good. This was this was this fun. Was fun. It, it, I, well, not good, but fun. No, it was, it was fun. fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna jump on over here to the crunch. Uh, we're, we're gonna smorph into we're gonna, we're gonna go smorf, we're gonna smorph into some stat blocks. Fuck, that would have been my intro. That should have been my intro. Maybe we'll re- ADR that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the podcast where we schmorf into a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Creature Crunch. Um, we are going to schmorf up a monster. Yep, schmorf them um, up real good. And uh, we got we got one. I so got you one. did Dracula, right? I did, I did Dracula. Um, or Mont- Monty Conti the Dracula. Monty Conti. I keep wanting to say Monty Cook, and no, that's a different guy. Yeah, it is. That's the RPG guy. Um, no, I I did the Rhyme Lantern. Okay, is what I. That's I a good name him. for him. Okay, good. I struggled with it. No, that, that's a I good name for this man. I could not come up with a better... I was trying my artist to come up with a good pumpkin name. Right. Uh, pumpkin pun name with rhyming or rapping and stuff, and I couldn't. So, yeah. But I got the Rhyme Lantern, uh, who's a medium humanoid, and he's chaotic evil. Oh, no. Um, he's. I gave him a challenge rating of one. Uh, <laughs> you don't think very much of this pumpkin, do you? <laughs> we also have deviated away from lower challenge rating it's monsters. true. Crunch, and I kind of <laughs> wanted to kind of push that back. But uh, he got an AC of 12, uh, hit points average of 71, a speed of 30 feet, like most humanoids. Right. Uh, plus one in strength, plus two in dex, plus one in con. I gave him a plus two in charisma because... He's a rapper? He's a... He is a rapper, and while I don't personally think that that is the most charismatic of... Uh, <laughs> Dude, have you uh, seen Little Nas X? Dude's dripping. Let me rephrase. Yeah. He is a 90s... Kids show. Rapper, okay, there you go. <laughs> which I don't think is necessarily dripping in charisma. No, but no. I gave him plus two. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Um, like I he gave him much old Hammer performances. That dude was good. Um, I gave him uh, proficiency uh, in the charisma based saving throw. Okay, and the performance skill, of course. Uh, his only language is common. Okay, and uh, yeah, he doesn't speak the language of the street. Nope. Okay. And uh, I did a, a weird thing that I'm not used to, and this is a first for Creature Crunch. Uh-huh. He's got no traits. Oh, he doesn't, does nope. he? That's He's weird. got no traits. He doesn't he... even have one that makes him count as a plant? He's got one trait. <laughs> makes This man is also a plant. Yeah. Um... <laughs> okay, can we come up with a good pun name for that? Um, Wu-Tang is for the pumpkins. <laughs> I skipped away from pumpkins and just went to general produce. <laughs> I thought of Cornier West. <laughs> and then I was like, no, Kanye's kind of having a rough time at the moment. Let's we not, probably should Yeah, let's definitely not. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Notorious P-U-M-P-K-I-N. <laughs> Christ. 
So you're trying to come up with rapper names that yeah. are all... <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with a, a pumpkin-based name that implies a plant as well. <laughs> this man is also a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> also a gourd. Um, fuck it, that's what I'm going to go Joseph with. Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I'm going to give him a trait, also a gourd. Also a gourd. Also a gourd. We have to attack on, like, a traits like this to so many of our creatures because D&D does not allow for dual type creatures unless they're humanoids and an established humanoid race right but yeah uh okay so i mean to be fair though it's an easy fix it is so. but come on wizards just let us have our plant demons and shit mm-hmm. so plant he's, so the only trait that our rhyme lantern has is also a gourd where he is considered a plant in addition to his other types yeah there you go um so his actions he has the multi-attack action which the Rhyme-O-Lantern uses its unsettling wraps, then uses its vine, gourd, or eye ray if available. Okay. So let's get into this. Um, so while I didn't give him a lot of traits, I definitely put the flavor in this. Right. So his yeah, unsettling wraps is very, very much based off of the bard's uh, uh, trait of unsettling words. Okay. Uh, the Rhyme Lantern utters an incantation in an attempt to demoralize its opponent. Bonus points, DM, if you give a bad rhyme. Yeah. Uh, one target within 60 feet of, of and can hear the Rhyme Lantern must make a DC 13 charisma saving throw. On a failure, the target rolls 1d8 and subtracts that number rolled on their next saving throw they make. Creatures can only be affected by one unsettling wraps at a time. Okay. Um, so because of that, all three of his attacks force uh, saving throws. So he's got the vine attack, which is a melee weapon attack, plus four to hit with a reach of 15 feet. Because, That's long. I mean, we see him yeah. <laughs> capture, capture the Power Rangers from probably 15 plus feet away. Um, on, on a hit, he deals 1d6 plus two bludgeoning, and the target must succeed on a DC 13 constitution saving throw, or take an additional 2d8 lightning damage and become grappled with an escape DC of 13. All right, then. Uh, his second attack is Gord. Uh, a creature within 30 feet of the Rhyme lantern must make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw, and on a failure, the creature has a magical pumpkin encased their head. Uh, while encased, the creature is blinded and cannot breathe. Oh, that sucks for yeah. them. Uh, the pumpkin cannot be removed unless destroyed. And the pumpkin has an AC of 12 and a uh, single hit point and immunity to poison and psychic damage. If the attack rolled against the pumpkin exceeds its AC by at least two, the creature inside also takes half of the damage. Oh, no. <laughs> so don't pull hit, your punches. Yeah, pull your punches. Don't hit this thing too hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God, that'd be a terrible way to get your party to kill each other. <laughs> It'd be fun. Just put so, them in pumpkins. Yep. And then finally, his IRA, which is a recharge of five or six, uh, which is a trait that I completely forgot he even does in the episode <laughs> until yeah. I read the wiki. Uh, the Rhyme Lantern fires a wave of necrotic energy from its eye in a 15-foot cone. All creatures within that area must make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw or take uh, taking 4d10 necrotic damage on failure or half as much on a success. This is one mean bard you've made. I Yes, it is. Um, so, super simple. He doesn't do a huge amount of damage, but he is a little dangerous uh, as a challenge rating one creature mm-hmm. just because of all of those saving throws. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and the only reason that I allowed the IRA to do damage on a failure or um, to still do half damage on a successful save mm-hmm. is because it is a recharge ability. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I kind of balanced I still balanced it within the DMs, according to the DM handbook, uh, where he should like the average damage per round. So it should balance out to a degree, but 
I definitely wanted to give him a little bit more of a, you know, he's yeah. got a gimmick. He's, I mean, he's if got it does that marquee trait. Oh well, like <laughs> I'm right? fine with that myself. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my Rhymal Lantern, um, our pumpkin wrapper representation in D and D. Now, you are welcome. I, internet. <laughs> I am very happy with this, Matt. All right, I appreciate that. With Chris. this whole with the this whole Halloween thing, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, like we we've kind of talked about not necessarily sticking with the the quote-unquote big holidays uh-huh. uh, every year and just doing whatever holidays we feel like. But, of course, Halloween is kind of a... It's one we gotta do. It's kind of an important one yeah. for our shtick. So. And the neat thing is, like, with as many Power Rangers episodes as there are, if we need to do a weird holiday, I'm sure we can find a Power Rangers episode <laughs> for it. That's a good point. So maybe, uh, maybe more in the future. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I would not be opposed to that. Um, with that, uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, we do very much appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this one. We yeah. had fun with it. Yeah, and if, if you do enjoy this, spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell Leave your us a review. Leave us a review. Yeah, reach out to us. Uh, we know yeah. people are listening to this. Thank you very much. We, we've had more listenership over the past month than we had, like, the entire rest of the podcast. Yeah, so... So that's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. We've had some extreme growth over the, over the month of October. Yeah, so shout out to you guys. You're awesome. We love you. Um... But, uh, and, and, you know, keep in mind, you can not only just leave us a review, mm-hmm. uh, rate us as well. That'd be great. But, uh, if you want to suggest a movie, recommend yeah, if, a movie. if you've got something that you want us to do that we haven't done yet, like, sure. Let us know, man. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, especially this point, if it's good, <laughs> especially if it's good. Or in my case, especially if it's bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm, we, we obviously do not shy away from those requests no, at this point. We don't, you, but, uh, but thank you so much. Um, uh, do consider subscribing to our Patreon. Uh, we do bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Critter Kibbles for all the mainstay episodes. Not for these bonus no, episodes, because the these are our bonus as well. Yeah. But um, you get the Comics Crunch episodes one month in advance. Uh, and who knows? We might add some more. Um, We've been thinking of other ideas to yeah, do for that Patreon, because we do want to make it worth everybody's money. Absolutely. Uh, only five bucks a month at the Swamp Heap level to get all of this bonus stuff. And you it can't... is... Like, I know we harp on it every episode... It is a ridiculous amount of, of bonus D&D shit at this point. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, like I, I just recently compiled all of the stat blocks, the actual stat uh-huh. blocks. And, I mean, we are 30, like, con- including the Holiday and Comics Crunch live episodes, we've done maybe 40 episodes. Mm-hmm. We've got 92 stat blocks, and that's just stat blocks. That's not yeah. including the magical, the magic items, the feats, the backgrounds, the lineages, the We've got subclasses. a full source book worth of shit. At this We've point. got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so definitely uh, check that out if you are more interested in the D&D side. Um, but uh, if you can't swing that, $1 a month gets you the fur buddy level. Mm-hmm. Um, helps us kind of recoup some of the costs of, of just... Renting those stupid, stupid movies. Renting the movies, upholding the podcast. Uh, my, my Podbean subscription came through again. And, uh, mm, uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, reach out to us. Uh, our All of our info's in the description. Yep. Um, Chris, we can also find you somewhere. Uh, I, I, I am told you can, yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the library C. That's C-E-E. As soon as I shake the remnants of this COVID bullshit, I'm going to get back to painting my X-Men's. Yay! Cannonball has been sitting in my workspace for like three weeks now. He's very sad. <laughs> he has dust on him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's not good for a half-painted cannonball. It's really not. No, he's he looks really good, but he's just... I need to paint his best and add the tones, mm-hmm. and I'm not. Because I've been really sick, and every time I think like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some painting," I have like a coughing fit and get lightheaded and have to go lay down for a while. <laughs> well, you know, 
Um, and you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I am, of course, Danny underscore Hamsteak. Um, and uh, we will see you next time because my daughter's on her way down. She's coming. Bye. <laughs>